welcome to Technistry. My name is Scott Schulman, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Pennington. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Scott. Doing well. How are you? Doing really good. Today, uh, we're talking about, well, I have no idea what Chris is talking about, <laughs> but I am talking about uh, one of my absolute favorite note-taking apps. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I've, I've had quite a few note-taking apps over the years. Evernote is probably the one that I have used the most um, since uh, since probably, I think, 2008 is when I started using Evernote and uh, really loved it. Still think it's great. Um, and, you know, knowing me, I'll probably go back to Evernote at some point in my life, if not this year, because I just like switching around. But uh, I, have, I have been using uh, this app called Bear for quite a while. I'm scrolling down to the bottom of my notes in Bear and uh, looks like it's been about a year. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. So I'm looking at my oldest app I made in February of 2018. So I've been in Bear for pretty consistently for a year. And um, I'm going to talk about a few of the reasons why I have stuck with this app. Um, so uh, Bear is a free app. You can download it um, for... Uh, your iOS device for it's on Mac as well. I don't know if it's on any other platforms, um, but uh, there is a premium version that allows you to do uh, a few other things, which I, I do have. I think I might have got like a promotion, something uh, to get it for free or at a discount or something like that. They run those every once in a while. But um, there's, there's a few things that I love uh, about this app. One, uh, and this is the biggest one, is that it's just so simple. Um, it's, it's really, really easy to use, easy to make a new app, uh, make a new note and, uh, you know, type stuff in there's, uh, there's stuff in it that, that is more complex. Like if you know how to, how to write in Markdown, you can do things, uh, in Markdown, but you don't have to, like it, it has, uh, things. So like, for instance, you can press the pound, uh, key and then space, and that makes a header. Um, but you can also just, uh, click on the, the little keyboard shortcut at the top uh, of the keyboard and you can make headers that way. And um, so I like it because I don't really know Markdown very well, but this app has kind of taught me how to do it, not like kind of in a roundabout way. So it's been kind of fun. Uh, so it is just really, really simple to use. And then next, it's so clean. Like you look at this app and there's, you know, back in the days, I think it was before iOS 7, uh, everything had that, you know, skeuomorphic design to it that made it, yeah. you know, look like a notebook and stuff, which back yeah. then was super cool. And it's like, ooh, look, I have pulled out my, you know, like Palm Pilot looking thing and it's got your, your but, you know, after iOS 7, I think uh, they, they changed it to be more flat and, and clean. And when you look at this app, it just looks really, really sharp and really, really, um, like I said, simple before. Um, so I really like that about it. I like the font choices that they use. Um, they're not super common fonts, but they just look really, uh, really clean. Uh, then uh, another reason why I like it is you can use uh, you can use hashtags to find things easily. So I I I'm not like a like in our house, Christina makes probably like 95% of the food, but there's a few things that I make and I save them in here and I put like hashtag recipe. And so they're all in here really, really easy to find. So like I'll, I'll share what, what my recipes are. So I have three recipes. You ready for this? I've got nice. fried rice, which I'm, I make pretty good fried rice. Then I have Chex Mix, 
like homemade Chex Mix, which nice. with like walnuts and stuff. Oh man, it's it's really really yummy. And then nacho cheese sauce, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Those are my three recipes. So if uh, my estimation for you just went way up. <laughs> if if you know anything ever happens to Christina, I'm gonna die very quickly uh, due to a heart <laughs> attack because I don't know how to make anything else. But uh, so it's just and it's. It's kind of fun because if you do the the hashtag recipes, that actually all the other hashtags have a hashtag next to it, but the recipes has like a little like cooking pot. So I I don't know if there's other things in you know if you hashtag it has like a special icon for it, huh. but that was just kind That's of cool. Fun. But um so yeah so it's just it's super easy to find stuff and uh, it's for things that I don't use a lot, but when I when I am gonna go cook something, I, I know exactly where to find it. It's really really easy. And, um, so, and then finally, just like any note-taking app, you just have to commit to one for a while. And then if you ever do change to something else, um, either make sure you have all of those notes in that location and they are safe or try to export them to your new normal note-taking app, which is a, is a pain to do, but, um, but it is good. So I've actually not done that with Evernote into Bear. I still have Evernote and all those notes there. Um, but because I have, I didn't realize I've used bear for over a year. I may end up trying to do that. Uh, just migrating all my notes over, uh, from Evernote to bear. So if I do that, I'll give an update on, uh, how hard of a process that was. But, um, so that's bear. It's been, uh, it's been probably my favorite note-taking app I've used so far. Yeah, I agree. Bear's great. And, uh, I love, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like people either hate or love the tagging feature in Bear because it's a little different than most. Uh, in addition to doing like normal tags, you can do like um, basically like stacked tags and it almost creates like a folder structure of tags. And uh, so that really makes sense to my brain at least because I, I think in folders more than anything. And uh, it's helped me kind of migrate to the tag concept uh, just gradually. And uh, yeah, so Bear's Bear's a great app. Well, uh, I'm going to share uh, something about photos and um, just in general, you know, if you do anything um, on the computer, you'll frequently find, whether it's in a PowerPoint presentation or on a website, whatever, you'll need some kind of stock photos. One of the things that I've really started to try to hold myself to is just making sure that I'm extra careful about only using things that are in the public domain or that, you know, the creator has signed the rights over um, to where you don't have to attribute it to them or anything like that. Um, and so uh, it's hard to find those, though, and it's hard to find high-quality ones. And, and so I wanted to share a couple of places that I've gone to that I found really useful in ministry. And again, that, you know, I know that I'm morally staying to the to the law of the, the copyright law. Probably the best place to go, I feel like, um, if you just kind of – if you have one spot and that's all you get, is to go to unsplash.com. And uh, they have user-submitted photos, and at this point – thousands upon thousands of those. And you can find really high quality uh, images, search for kind of whatever you need. And pretty much if you search for a concept or a word, um, you'll pretty much always find something on Unsplash and it's usually really high quality. And everything they have at this point, at least in time, is totally free to use without attributing anything to the author. Uh, Obviously, if you can. Uh, it's great to tell them where you got it from so people have a reference point. But uh, unsplash.com, if you have to only go to one place, uh, it really doesn't get better than than Unsplash. Uh, they have tons of tie-ins too to like WordPress and Squarespace and tons of other platforms. So it's usually very easy 
uh, to tap in, and uh, they have an API that a lot of apps uh, take advantage of. Um, so Unsplash is a great place. And then if you want to look at something more generic, you, you say, you know what, I want to find anything in this whole area. Uh, there's a website I found called thestocks.im, and uh, it actually catalogs, pulls together a bunch of these types of sites. So it has like tons of free sites for photos. It has tons of free sites for videos, um, just free public domain videos. Same thing for icons, for fonts. So it has a little left-hand sidebar and you just click the category you want. And then it has like 15 or 20 in each of those categories. Supposedly they're all, you know, public domain. You can use them however you want. I've noticed that on some of the sites, they do require you to attribute it. And so usually I just stick to Unsplash so I don't have to figure out, wait, can I use this? Can I alter the image? What am I allowed to do? But the stocks.im is a great place to find uh, new sites that would have public domain things. Um, another area that you might be interested in is finding like worship backgrounds. I design our, our worship backgrounds here at our church. And about every two months or so, we actually switch up our theme and do something a little different. And uh, so I'm always looking for uh, helpful worship backgrounds. Most of the time I'll create mine, but if not, there there are a few that you can find that are easy to uh, access. Uh, so one of the places I found is called Church Motion Graphics. If you go to cmgcreate.com, and again, I'll put all these things in the show notes. Uh, if you go to cmgcreate.com, they have a bunch of uh, worship backgrounds that you can use uh, for free. Some of them are a little psychedelic uh, for me, but um, I found some helpful things in there before and there are several other types of worship backgrounds you'll find like that. Whenever you need photos, just, you know, like I was saying originally, try to make sure that you're, uh, you know, staying above board, especially since you're using these in ministry. And uh, if you had to go to only one place, if you give me only one website, I'd go to unsplash.com. But to hopefully some of those other sites will also be a help to you. <laughs> huh. Yeah, as you, were, as you were talking about those, I looked at both of those on my phone and uh, my mom cmg graphics right now yeah some of these some of these pictures are like they look like a um a fractal you know uh, i know image like <laughs> they're, they're really cool i don't know if i would want to yeah. put any text over that but most <laughs> right. of them as i can look at them um are really really clean really you know simple there's one that looks like the default wallpaper for uh, uh the mavericks Oh, you know, uh, Mac OS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very similar to it, but it's a little different. But very cool, man. Those are awesome. And uh, definitely will use those um, in the in the future for, for my ministry. That Those are really helpful stuff. So, all righty. Well, uh, we are at the end of our episode. You can reach us at uh, Tech Mystery Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. And uh, we will see you guys again in a couple of weeks. Bye.